Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Car Wax. I'm Michael, your Bushy Black Brother. And we're here this week for the Hip Hop Part 3 Awards uh show that's what we call it this year and i'm here with my co-host boozy brother sean what's going on bro water water son how you feeling man cool man it went down to like what 22 degrees i was like oh, why does this keep fucking coming on so cold it it's was cold. So cold yeah yeah so i was like yo what am i gonna do so i just played music all fucking day and, you know, <laughs> and laid back but it's all good. But yeah, we we back for part three, um, the the end of three part series of our hip hop awards shows. I say shows plural, and we kind of left off at a couple of good ones that's kind of unique um, because there's a lot of really good releases last year that really wasn't in the highlight for most people. So we we left off with the swag album last time, and our next one will be the slept on album of the year. So, what we got on that one there, Shine? So yeah, the, the most slept on album, you know, for me personally, it was actually just like a lot of good quality. It was such a large amount of music that came out that you know, just the average person that is good was definitely going to get slept on because of just the the volume of, of music that came out. So, you know, I thought this was much needed. It was cool last year, but it was definitely needed this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the category starts with uh, Freddie Gibbs, Freddie. Yeah. Freddie. Uh, you know, yeah, we both actually enjoyed that album. That was definitely yeah. a, a really, really good album. Um, with the Teddy Pendergrass cover? Right, right. I, I just think Freddie's lane, uh, it doesn't allow him to showcase his, his, his uh, art as much as he can. You know, he doesn't have a great record label. He's independent, so he doesn't have, like, a team of people that he's, like, grouping with that you're like, oh, they pretty good. And then you're like, okay, well, he's better than all of them. Well, he's the best on the label. You know what I'm saying? It's just him. So, you know, he, he ah, I, I think he's growing. I right. think he's growing. So does know, he? So. so question for you: do, do you see him in a good social media presence either? As far as musically, no. He is definitely very present on on uh, social media. He posts a lot of silly stuff, you know, silly videos, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, he he's he was really present when when Freddie was out. Okay, you know, and then he did the Fetty. With yep. currency, yep, and he pretty much pushed currency to finish it up. So they was like halfway done, and he was on a lot of social media, like, so he's "Hey, like, come on, we're gonna get this done, currency. Come on, man, let's finish come this on, up. Nigga. I'm gonna put you out there, right, right, right." So, yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely out there. Um, I guess people still don't know him. No, no, you know. He's not the household name, put it that way. No, not not yet, not yet. When he does something, he need to do something with, like, Blueface. There's a rapper, there's a new West Coast rapper named Blueface. Hmm. He, yeah, I, I don't, I definitely know you're not going to like him. <laughs> but, 
Um, he's one of the newest, hottest rappers out there. And um, if him and Gibbs could kind of rub, rub shoulders together, I think that makes something real hot. Okay, cool. And then uh, the next person on the list is, yes, J-Rock Redemption. Definitely, I felt like, was one of the most slept on albums because uh, Nipsey just kind of overshadowed everything on the West this year, you know. And then it, and then it was a lot of West Coast stuff that dropped, too, okay. you know. But this was definitely top-notch on the West on the West Coast albums. Um, and then uh, Flatbush Zombies, you know, yeah, Vacation yep. in Hell. You know, they had their little two, three-week wave, and then they, they definitely got swept under the rug. Yep, yep, yep. But that album was nice. That was, was a decent. That was a decent complete album. You know, for them to have three years off and then jumping back, you know, that was definitely a good album mm-hmm. for them. Yep. And then, um, and then uh, G Herbal Southside, uh, G Herbal and Southside made the album Swervo. Southside is the beat man. Um, so this technically could have been on the. Uh, Remember we were talking yeah. about the producers, producers right, who right, makes right. albums. Mm-hmm. So this was definitely one of those type of albums. Uh, G Herbo's from the city of Chicago. You know, he's one of them young ones that actually made it out these streets. You know, so you know the 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 album was was pretty solid. Definitely a solid album. But like I said again, so much music came out. This was one of the ones slept under the rug. And then last but not least, uh, Mac Miller. Swimming album. Mm-hmm. Um, I it took me maybe it took me almost a month to listen to this album. Wow! You know, and when I did, I was highly impressed. I was like, "Dang, this ain't that bad." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and then I was kind of you know trying to trying to figure out you know why it's not showcased like that or whatnot. Is because you know, um, and then he passed away. You know, and then after he passed away, you know, it was like, oh, wow, dang, let me listen to some of his old music. But I had already listened to Swimming. It wasn't like I jumped on Swimming late. Right. I, I, no, it wasn't like I jumped on Swimming when he died. I yeah. jumped on Swimming because it was so much music out. Mm-hmm. I jumped on Swimming like three, maybe four weeks after it came out. Gotcha. gotcha. And, and, and just the groove of it was like, it was, it was, it was down and depressing at first. But then when you listen to it again, because like I said, I listened to it the first time, I was like, eh, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's just not in the mood. I'm not in that, that mood to be listening to this type of music. Right. You know, and then I came back to it, and I was just like, damn, this ain't bad. This is a really good piece of product. Right. You right. know, it was actually, I would say it's definitely better than his last product, but his last project was really good, too. Okay. You know, Feminine Divine was Mac Miller's last project. So... You know, I was I was looking like, wow, this was nice. And then he passed away. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's crazy because he should have got his flowers for this album this year. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But it was just too much that was kind of overwhelming at that point. It was just too much that came out in the year. Yep. And it was like, it was all it was it's really all about timing this year, oh, now. Yep. Now you're realizing that, oh man, I got to be careful when I drop, you know, how much I drop. Mm-hmm. You know, all of it. There's a lot more that plays in in nowadays when you drop an album. Not just because so many people are dropping. If yeah. you're a new artist, you don't want to drop when a huge, humongous artist is coming out, mm-hmm. or a lineup of artists are coming out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And so the people 
um, made the choice, and they definitely was. This was definitely a landslide, no question about it. <laughs> and it was sixty-one point seven percent went to Mac Miller's swimming. Really? Yeah. Second wow. was sixteen percent J Rock Redemption, and thirteen point three percent was Flatbush Vacations in Hell. Hell. Okay. So, um, I would definitely say that Mac Miller was definitely worth it. Um, I enjoyed the album, you know, but, but again, you have to be in the mood for it. You know what I'm saying? It isn't one of those, it's like logic with his bebop rap. You know, you know, you can't, that, that ain't nothing you, you can pop put on in and any given just buy to. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Like, like Mac Miller, he had, he had good music, but it was like a, a, a down vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to. You gotta, you gotta have some things on your mind if you want to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you, you can't be ready to listen to some real poppy shit if you, if you want to listen to that swimming. Gotcha. But it's a, it's, it's good content. Mm-hmm. Like, like he can rap. You know, he brought really good content, and then the beats weren't typical hip hop beats that we're listening to now. So it was like. It sounded good, dog. It really sounded good. I was highly impressed with that with that product, okay. you know. And then I I was just kind of looking around, looking for somebody to kind of praise it. And it was like, oh, okay, Mac Miller did it again, all right. And then it, and it kept going. Everybody, right. you know, they moved. Like I, I heard mm-hmm. two people was like, hey, that Mac Miller album was pretty decent, right. you know. Right. Um, Parks on the Joe Button podcast spoke on it. He was like, that was a good good product. And then, like, three weeks later, he died. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, that's fucked up. Because they, nobody really got into his album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I felt like, personally, I totally agree with the people. You know, I felt like it was definitely slept on because it was really good. And more than it being really good, he passed away and nobody realized how good it was until he was gone. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's 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 a good assessment on that. I I did, you know, when he did die, I I kind of went back and kind of listened to a little, and it was just so. To your point, it 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 it's not that feel. You have to say this is what I'm ready to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like an R and B. Yo, man, my lady's fucking up on me, man. I'm got. Let me put on some old classic kind of layback type. You know, it's a feel. Mm-hmm. To me, he that was a feel. So I rejected that. The other thing was, I think a lot of people started giving him credit, sadly, because he died. So it got a he had a jump in listeners because he died. And the right. people who have been listening to him said, no, he's always been good. He's been like this. I mean, y'all just slept on him. You know what I'm saying? He's always been good. And I'm like, I got you. Um, but just because a person died doesn't make their music better than other people. So I always put it in that note. So that that's my feel on that. To me, um, I don't think J-Rock was slept on. I think people already, people really saying J-Rock is fucking good. Um, so if I would have said the one that was slept on because he was in a category would be him. But I don't think they slept on him. So I'm not even right. I'm not going to put him at the top because I just don't think they were slept on. I think to me that Freddie Gibbs is the one that people it's not a 
it's not a taste either. It's not like he's a certain taste. He's he's not. He's just good. Mm-hmm. It's just that he's not getting to the point that people are hearing him or he's he's not as flamboyant as other or whatever that way. So I think Freddie Gibbs for me is that guy. And when he did that currency album too, it just continued on to say, Yep, I was right. This dude is pretty damn good. But why isn't he not getting the love? You know what I mean? So right. that's the way I saw that. And the Flatfoot Zombies, sadly, it was good. You feel it. I was loving the videos. Then it was like, Erp. next. Right. So to me, they get up. <laughs> they go down because it's it wasn't lasting. You know what I mean? I can still throw back on Mac Miller in the field. I would definitely listen to Freddie Gibbs and J-Rock. I've just put on because I just think that was a good album. I just listened to it again like a couple of days ago because mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear him. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking about West Coast rappers. And then I was like, oh, let me put some J-Rock on this shit. Right. And, then <laughs> I, and I kind of put that on. And and I didn't even turn on the the G Herbo. I didn't I didn't put that one on. Because that was another one that got lost in the mix. Um, and sadly, when you got a bum rush of, of releases out, you jump over and then you linger on the ones that are good. So you don't even go back to the ones that was on the list. And that one, and I keep going back and see your list that you always give me. And I was like, there it is right there. Shit. You did get that one to me. So, <laughs> But there were so many other ones that was that was so good or you kept right. my attention that I didn't even go back to them. But my top of the list really is the Freddie Gibbs and and then I'll say Flatfoot Zombie because J-Rock is, I'm not going to say he was slept on um, because he shouldn't be awarded that because to me he's the better one of the whole five, but he wasn't slept on. Right. I Okay. I think we can definitely agree to say uh, Freddie Gibbs. Um, because my second would definitely be, you, you know, like you said, Freddie Gibbs mm-hmm. and then uh, Flatfoot Zomb- Flat Zombies because, like you said, it was just like, dang, man, y'all didn't like, <laughs> man, if they didn't, if they didn't have a tour and a fan base already, whoo. Yeah, I know. A tough crowd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is the mic so, on? Is this mic working? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so I definitely would say Freddie Gibbs would be my second um, behind Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we we as far as us, we I will definitely go with Freddie Gibbs, man. He's a hard worker. He's a hard worker, man. Yeah. I I don't know who's is is gonna take him because he already got the he already got the cosign from Snoop. You mm-hmm. know, like like he was he was signed to Jeezy for a second, Young Jeezy. You know, and that didn't he had bad business with Jeezy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then that's kind of where YG came from. Okay. Okay. You know, and that's kind of like that's that's an interesting session, the whole timeline that they had together. But um, okay. You know, after that, his like I didn't see him kind of work have any like business business with any like industry folks. Yeah, he's probably trying to find a lane, and, mm-hmm. and you know, if you can't find a good lane that people are going to partner with you to push what you want to put out. You're still floating around, and maybe that's his issue. I mean, I'm just glad I was introduced more to him, so when his name pops up, I can gravitate toward it. I won't ignore right. it. 
You know what I mean? Once you know about a person, you'll never know. Oh, oh, that's my man right there, Freddie Gibbs. Okay, let me put that on. Let me see what he got. Oh right. shit, Freddie Gibbs is on um, this song with such and such. Let me hear that. So now he's he's become a part of of someone that I can actually follow in that sense. So yeah, I just I just hope that he partners with someone that can um start showing up that people say this guy's not bad at all. Wow, this guy is a good dude. He does good stuff. Good voice, uh, um lyrics he's really decent with. Got a great flow. So what's next, buddy? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Sue, so, this one um Getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, I'm talking so, about the good stuff. Yeah, so I gotta say, you actually put in a really, really good lineup for this creative album of the year. This is an extremely, uh, how would you say, competitive lineup mm-hmm. for the creative album of the year. So I'm gonna let you go through that because I can talk about it, but you chose these, and these were really really good so kind of go through these and, and you know give me a lay of how you kind of pick these ones out well yeah I, I definitely felt like you know things that were kind of odd jumping off of the the paper you mm-hmm. know uh, 3D-ish so to speak things that kind of spoke to you you know more than things that kind of just spoke to you other things that were just like oh okay well that's different you know, that, mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mirrorland Earth Gang coming soon. You know what I'm uh. saying? That's going to be probably one of the most creative albums of 2019. I, I'm just going to go ahead and predict and say that. But um, so that that's kind of the category and the lane I was going in with these. So the first one, first one is going to be ASAP Rocky Testing. You know, I thought just even the way he started the album off was like, okay, mm. <laughs> this is where we're going. All right, all right. And and then, you know, just the beats, man, were, were just so original. You know, nothing that you were expecting to hear from a a New York rapper. Yeah, a New you know, York rapper, yep, yep. Let alone a big rapper in the industry. Mm. You know, now I know there was a lot of flack back because um, this isn't the old ASAP. You know, this isn't what ASAP, this isn't how ASAP got in the game. So a lot of original ASAP Rocky fans are just like, man, this album all right. It wasn't that good. It's, it's actually one of his least bomb-ass albums. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, wow. Really? Damn, dude. Yeah. But again, it, it was it was more on a vibe than on a lyrical con, uh, mm-hmm. con- construct. But he was creating. You know? Remember, doing our, our, our review of it is, he was testing some things. He was mm-hmm. creating something, and he wanted to do it. So, right, right, and I, I think he missed the mark on a lot of his uh, original fans. Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, I, I think he should still continue to go down this route. And they're just gonna have to be upset because they, they, they're not understanding where the game's going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's the main reason I put it up here because I was just like, I don't care what y'all say, dog. This is. <laughs> This is the future. This yep. is like, yep. this is the new wave of New York rap. If they can get there, you know what I'm saying? And respect and then the it. next, Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. And respect that. Because a lot of times, if you don't stay in the lane of New York, then it's, it's being dismissed. Right. And then the next one is uh, J. Cole, KLD. You know, which when it came out, man, the impact of it when it came out, you know, we probably didn't know it came out Monday 
it was like, hey, guess what? New album, J. Cole coming out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? And yeah, and if y'all want to come see it, if you're in New York, come at this time. So, <laughs> you know, like that whole allure of the album coming out and then the CD cover drop in, which was fire. And then, and then you know, like it was like little teases on the ground. It was, it was perfect. Like the setup for KOD was like, oh my gosh, it was classic. Mm-hmm. And then the album dropped, and it was like, oh my god, you didn't even. It was like you didn't when it first hit. You didn't hear nobody it was like, man, these beats is alright, these beats trash. Mm-hmm. You were just like, oh my god, this nigga snapping. Yep. Whoa, and and he didn't have anybody on there. No one was on there again. No one was on there again. Again, third straight album where he did that. Third straight album where he did that. That's why he's coming up. That's why he started the year off. He had a session in Atlanta. I don't know if I told you, but he had a session in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he he invited everybody. Dreamville invited everybody over to help make the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers. Did didn't you hear the last one before this? Which one? Revengers of the Dreamers two. Mm-mm, no, not at all. Mm-mm. Okay, so there's a Revenge of the Dreamers three. There's like on social media, it was going like heavy the last, the first two three weeks of the of the year. You know what I'm saying? Because Cole was in Atlanta and he was inviting everybody, producers and everything. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see that he's off the. I'm finna, he did his three. I'm gonna do me album. You know what I'm saying? And I think he still got a couple more. I'm gonna do me tracks. Right. But. You know, the, that time is over, especially since the 21 Savage verse. He dropped that 21 Savage verse in December. You know uh, what I'm saying? Shit. So, okay. you know, like, like that was the really, that was the most current thoughts of J. Cole, <laughs> which let him know that, <laughs> which let everybody know that, mean. okay, look, I understand that y'all don't want me to make my beats no more. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was about the music, but clearly it isn't. So, since it's not about the music, I'm finna go. I, I know how to adapt. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like that's pretty much what he said with that. Um, not going too far into that album. Um, but yeah, J. Cole. Cool. The next album, uh, Taboo, Denzel Curry. Uh, this is this is one of the top three best albums of a lot of these young young reviewers that I've been noticing. Mm-hmm. Top three, top five. You know, very creative album. You know, just the way he laid it out. It wasn't really, it was laid out in like three parts, maybe four, three or four parts. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, he, you know, he was using the ones and the threes on, on everything. Like everything wasn't just like just the whole creative, unique side of I'm going I'm to make this different. You know, he did that. He uses Z's for his S's. You know, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that would, that's what drew me to it. And then I started hearing him rap. I didn't even notice that he was from Florida. You know, he's, he's one of these Florida rappers. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is some good, this is a good product here. This is a really good product here. And then I think we reviewed it. Didn't we go over it? No, we, we talked through it. We talked through it. And cause you was, you was telling me, you need to hear this. This is a lot what people well, let me let me go back. You said someone came to you and said, hey, best album of the year. And you was like, what the fuck? And he's a lot of people believe this is one of the best albums of the year. No, he, no, no, no. I was talking about. No, no. That was that was one of the ones. But and that no, not was you. shout out to Earl Sweatshirt. 
that was Earl Sweat. Oh, that was Earl. Oh, that was the crazy one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That was that was some rap songs. But this one, we talked about this a little while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about the recent one. Then okay. So no, this one doesn't linger, dude. Okay, really doesn't. But anywho, so um, that was definitely you know on a. On a uh, young side, man, very creative. Like I said, man, based out of Florida, he has way more lyrics than a, than the average, uh, way more hip hoppy lyrics, rapidy lyrics than the average Florida rapper has. Mm-hmm. You know, so he definitely gets love for that. Um, and then the Carters, everything is love. You know, just for the fact that you know they're they're doing things that no one is doing in hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Z is is the forefront man he whatever he says goes when whenever somebody's like okay let's point west if jay say point west we going west you know what i'm saying if jay say hit this mountain we hitting that mountain you know what i'm saying because whatever he say we know you know what i'm saying so you know them creating this uh couples album (laughs) the carters you know was like some old school r&b old school soul shit Right. You know what I'm saying? And they, they just kind of transcended that, transcended, transcended it over to hip hop. And I thought that was killer crazy. Beyonce sounded awesome on this album. Sure it was basically Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, very true. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce, I mean, Jay-Z knows how to play the game. I know what y'all want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, greedy uh, uh, on the camera. I, I don't need to have the camera. You know, I need to show y'all that sh- it's me and my old lady, but I don't need to be in the front. Shit, nigga, mm-hmm. just listen to my old lady. Yeah. You know we, what I'm saying? We, we so, a team in this shit. Super big shouts out to them. And then last but not least was the XXS Distancion question mark album. That was definitely going in the right direction for him. Um, his, his previous album, which was really good. You know, was we were like, okay, look, he just needs a little couple tweaks. You know, do this, do that. And even though the tweaks weren't, even though the t- tweaks weren't like super duper sharp, like, oh, that's what we're talking about. It was like, it was getting there. You seen he was twisting the screws. They weren't super tight yet, but they were getting there. He was progressing. You know, yeah. He was he was definitely progressing, man. You seen the potential in him, and and he seen the potential in himself, and you can see it in this new project. And then he passes away, you know, and, and that was kind of crazy. But, you know, as far as the most creative, it was like, it was like, OK, you're still going down the right direction. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we gave him most creative last year, too. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that was str- so much out of the blue. But mm-hmm. this one was very, very interesting. Very interesting. OK. So the people chose and it was it was a kind of tough. But the people chose uh, the K.O.D. album as most creative album um, for 43.3%. And right behind that with 33.3% was XXXTestacion. Say that one more time. (laughs) So J. Cole at 43.3%. 40 fucking three. Wow. 43.3% got most creative album. Okay. And like I said, man, just just the whole week of how he did it man was like if you remember that you're kind of like and, and you're J. Cole fan you're like oh yeah that was fine yep. you know what I'm saying he didn't just drop it like he did his other two albums mm-hmm. he kind of you know kind of prepped you up for it 
So that was at 43%. At 33%, 33.3%, that is, it was XXS 10 statues. Question mark. Wow. wow. Okay. And then uh, a little further away, 13.3% was Denzel Curry's Taboo album. Okay. Okay. Hmm. That's very so, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, 8% was ASAP Rocky's Testing. And Carter's at the end. And Carter's at the end. So, yes. um, how did you feel about that? I was not expecting the people to say KLD was most creative. I was not. Because, because honestly, though, you know, that was my album of the year. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. I thought I thought that shit was hella creative, you know, just just how he put it together, you know, like taking away all of everything, just putting the album together again. The album was so good, you didn't have to, you weren't questioning the beats until the end of the year. <laughs> until the end of the year, you're like, well, you know, yeah, the beats yeah. The beats could have been better. You know, but that but feature he was on. Weeks, you yeah. listening to that album, them first three weeks, you're like, bruh. Right. These are some bars, man. He mm-hmm. he he's nice. Okay. You know, but but again, you know, that's the thing. Every you know, there's a lot of people that didn't like his last album. Really? For your eyes only is it, it isn't one of his acclaimed albums. Wow. Okay. So I, I get that. I do. I get that. Um, okay. No, I'm not even gonna get into it yet. Um so what was your top three? So my top three personally, most creative was KLD testing and Carters. Wow, okay. Okay. I mean this was this was a good lineup. To me, this is a good lineup. And I was wavering on I mean to be honest, between J. Cole and ASAP Rocky. Because you know how mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah. But the way, if you break down the album that J. Cole did, and he just almost dismissed his previous album mm-hmm. with how he did this. Yeah. And then the with messages. The total opposite yeah. way. So with the messages to say, this is how I'm doing it. Now, even though you listen to what I say all the time, because that's the kind of rapper I am, I'm going to package it so differently. So, and, you know, I don't want to too much, but, but testing was so fucking well. I didn't never expect that, but I have to give you it because I just took a quick sample. That Denzel Carey was good. I did listen to that. I don't know why we didn't review it, though. But mm-hmm. that Denzel Carey... If that was a Florida release guy, I'm really impressed with his sound and the way he rapped and how it was arranged. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I did hear this. Wow. Okay, that's cool. But my creative is KOD testing and X Extension. The Carters get the respect because you didn't expect them to do that together. You know, he may appear on his, she may appear on his, right? And that's it. And they, but they said, leverage wise, let's do something that no yeah. one can do. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody married couple can do something together, but to this magnitude, they use they leverage to say, let's do what the fuck we want to do. 
Right. And they did it well. They really did it well. Um, but the Denzel Curry is something that people probably um, should look out for just like we were looking for X Extension. But I just, I loved how XX actually did the short spurts. Because remember, you said he caught you. He got your ass. He got you. Now mm-hmm. you keep listening to it. See, you keep listening to it because they're so short. You got to keep listening to it. And I didn't realize that until you. Then I was like, you got damn right, man. It's kind of like, shit, okay, that one's over. Oh, let me play this shit all over again. Play it again. Now I got to play it again, and I'm playing it again. So, yeah. Um, but my lineup is, is I, I got to agree with him. It, it has to be J. Cole. To me, because I like the way he dismissed something as a great artist he dismissed something, but still said, I'm still going to do me, but I'm going to do it in a way that you got to embrace it so differently with right. a message behind it. You know what I mean? Because the whole album had certain messages with different things, but kind of collided together. And he, he, I still listen to it like it's fresh. That's what makes this more most creative for me. And if it wasn't for him on that list... I, I still would go with ASAP Rocky. Okay. Okay. So, so that's why I think those percentages was oh, was pretty, yeah, pretty much in line. You know what I mean? I probably would have gave, I probably would have dropped Case um, J. Cole a little bit and give somebody else a little more points. But uh, um, I think that was a line pretty damn good. Cool, cool. All right. So we got... Uh... We got the Underground Lyrical Album of the Year. Underground Lyrical Album of the Year. Underground Lyrical Album of the Year. So this was a challenging. This was challenging because I wanted to put like real MCs on this shit. Okay. You know, I wanted to make sure that uh, I deciphered like what underground lyrical MCs were compared to hip hop lyrical MCs. Okay. You know, there is a lane there is a lane on the radio for hip hop lyrical MCs. There's no lane on the radio for underground lyrical MCs. No, not really. You not know, really. so and unfortunately you have to play it like that and you got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? You got to respect the underground lyricists is what they are. So I, I wanted to kind of, you know, shine a light on certain MCs that don't get the respect they deserve. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of why I put the underground lyrical album here. Um, mm. This is a new, this is a new category also. Okay. Okay. Because we all, all we had was, you know. Just, just lyrical. Just lyrical. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. But like I said, so much music came out, and it was like, oh man, you can't, you can't throw shade on a motherfucker like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you you can't throw shade on somebody like that, man. That shit is is for me. As much music as I listen to, I couldn't do that. Gotcha. You know. So the first first uh, nominee is uh, Fanta. No news is good news. Mm-hmm. Superior album, really good album, great content. Like I really loved everything about this product. You know, he even was singing at the end. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was calm. It was collected. It was like just a perfect little vibe. You know, um, 
I know you enjoyed it a lot because okay. you gave me some back history on it. Yeah, he he's in foreign exchange and then he rolled with my boy, um, the, the Dutch master producer and shit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting his name; it'll come to me. But uh, yeah, so I I knew of him, so I was glad that he did a, a release on his own that you got to put your hands on. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I I thought this was a really good addition to something that. We kind of introduce to the listeners that they may not have seen on a regular basis. Definitely, definitely. So I definitely also wanted to put in uh, Elzai Crisis, Jericho Jackson. Now, Elzai was actually the fourth member. Mm-hmm. Um, Slum uh, Village. Slum Village. Yep. You know, after what is it? By 10 left? Yeah, he was going to do some mental shit. Yeah, yeah, boy, got some history on you for you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he ended up dropping this. This was off of the Jam Live Records. Uh, so this is off of Knife Wonders record label. Really? So yeah, yeah, straight off of that. So the the Jericho Jackson was actually pretty good, man. I I slept on it all year. Um, I don't know why I, I slept on it all year because. You know, I guess, you know, I'm a Slum Village fan and I seen Elzai and I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, but you by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So when I listened to it later on in the year, I was just like, oh, damn, this is pretty good. It, it's, it's what everybody said it was. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, this is this is some nice work. So I have to definitely give Elzai his, his, his due justice, man. He's been putting in a lot of work, been in the game for a while. And he still sounds fresh, new, man. Like, he's been doing this shit every day. Right. You right. know, he, he's still putting in that work, man. Those bars was fresh. You yeah. know, so shout out to him. Um, and then the Apollo Bound, Joel Ortiz, Mona Lisa, which was a great, great album coming off from Joel Ortiz, you know. He really wasn't going at nobody. You know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. just him kind of just getting his shit out. You know, it, it comes a point in your rap career where you just kind of just want to get your shit out. You know, you done trying to flex on motherfuckers and tell, prove everybody mm-hmm. that you can rap. Now you just want to be like, look, man, I'm tired of this shit. You know, life is life. Let me just tell you some shit that's going on in my life. You know, and he's the funny part is you're at a... I, when I was 20, when I gave up, stop rapping, I was doing this and I was in my 20s, you know, <laughs> right. so I'm listening to MCs in their 30s, 40s, you know, evolving into the I'm I'm just not into that shit no more. Right, right. You know, and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing because, again, that's a lane that hip hop hasn't had before, you know, or hasn't been able to, we haven't been able to showcase it. Like that before. Yeah, we couldn't sustain that because they keep looking for the next bright light. You know what I mean? The new young rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so, you know, nowadays it's like we got all we got all rappers that missed a time or had a time, but still got it. Mm-hmm. You know, shit, man. Show them niggas some love. Cause, Cause then we got Black Thought next, you know, mm-hmm. Stream of Thought Volume Two. Volume Two. Um, and I definitely, you know, like I said, we both went back to Volume One, listened to Volume One, but Volume Two is still better than Volume One. Yep. You know, and, and Volume One could have been in any of these categories, you know, but I, I just feel like it would be unfair. Right. You know, like that's not 
he's better than a lot of these rappers. So he needs to be in the lane where there's some people that can actually kind of compete with him. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like, like Joel Ortiz can compete. He's in the same. He's in the same room with with Black Dog. You know, Elzai is he probably on the other side, but he in the same room. You know, now the bad part is Black Thought raps like niggas write. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, and um, you know, shout out to to uh, one of these female rappers I just met, Famous ninety three man. She, you know, I didn't know artists do this. So there's artists out here who knows how to, and I guess Jay does that, or he used to do it really good, but. There's artists who will listen to a beat, formulate the whole song. And I told you about my story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But formulate the whole song in their head. Like the whole song. Like bridge, hook, you know what I'm saying? Creating the story, yeah. Literally the next day, lay it down. Precisely how you pat it in your brain. Wow. wow. And I'm like, damn, I can't do that. that that's impossible. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And Black Thought, he does that. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to formulate a story in his head without stopping and going, stopping and going. Yep. You know? And then last but not least, uh, Black Eyed Peas, uh, Masters of the Sun. You know, which uh, I kind of slept on that album. I did listen to it one good time. No, I listened to it a couple times. I was like, okay, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? But I never got back around to it. Okay. I wasn't in the vibe of it to get back into it. And I just kind of, and I just went on to the next thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was definitely uh, a full piece of product. It was like a full body of work. You know what I'm saying? So I give it a good, I give it super love for, you know, not having it be, you know, one way, one angle. And you know, for it to just you know be a good quality or product, I did I did hear that. Okay, cool. So, out of all of this, the people, because uh, this one was a good one, the people put forty four point eight percent on uh, the Black Eyed Peas, Masters of the wow. Sun, and twenty four point one percent went to Black Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume Two. Fifteen wow. percent went to Apollo Brown, Joel Ortiz. Ten percent went to Fanta. No news. Fonte. Fonte. You said Fanta like the fucking. My bad. So my bad. Look, I'm I'm talking like you. <laughs> you like me calling? What's what's your boy? Uh, Wally. Wally. Right, right. Where Wally is? Wally did it right, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, wow, okay. So, you know what made this interesting? Because you put it on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because you put it on there doesn't mean that they would vote for it. And that one was something that you just felt that you wanted to put on there, as opposed to, oh, yeah, this is one that people are really going to talk about this underground. You you made a decision to say here's a collective of things. Let's see if they see it the way I may see, we it, see it. Or no, we see because it. you told me you was like, man, I really like this. Oh, yeah. You was like, man, check that out. And, I, and so I couldn't, I couldn't disrespect you 
You know what I'm saying? Because we all listen, we were listening to music together. So, mm-hmm. you know, we both kind of get a feel on what each other likes. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. I couldn't, I couldn't disrespect you and be like, ah, okay, whatever. He said it's, <laughs> like, it's cool. He liked but, it, but you fuck know, that. Since I don't like it, or since it wasn't, I'm not gonna. Right. Nah, right. the way you were talking about it was like, oh no, nah, this is worthy. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I, I had to give it his justice. I had to give it his respect, and I fuck with Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah. They, so, so let me jump in on it because I, I want to hear you on the back end. So, nice, nice little selection. Um you know, underground that most people just don't hear or prominent. Black Eyed Peas haven't been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So, but this release is more underground than commercial. Um, but they did some commercial aspects, but they tried to sample some old school uh, beats and, and just sounds and a whole lot of stuff to give respect to hip hop. So that's why, even if I wasn't listening to their um, lyrical ways, the whole process was just done so freaking well. And it was entertaining, and it just blended so well. Right. But with this whole selection, hands down, I don't think no one is in the room unless they he actually opens the door for them. It's Black Thought. Right. They cannot compete with this guy. This guy took two different sounds and said, you know what? I'm good. So let's do some jazzy kind of old school 60s um, um, beats and kind of like theme songs. And I'm going to fucking rap over that shit. And I'm going to kill it. No, no. I'm going to fucking slay it. That's all I'm going to do. And I'll just give you a little more than last time. How about that? Okay. Right. Moving on. This dude is phenomenal, man. And then when you slow down and listen how he does his similes and all of that and, and, and creates, to your point, he maps it out and say, this is how I'm going to do this song. Oh, after this, mm, let me continue on because relating to what I did on that last cut, I'm going to bring some almost what i was talking about i'm going to continue it into this next one so if you really listen to the whole release he almost continues within the songs on that whole release right in small ways he's not trying to make it like hey did you catch what i did from the previous he doesn't do it intentionally but he does it if you pay attention so this is why this guy is so fucking good that he's he's way beyond so many people. So when you said that when we was reviewing it, um, some other categories, we would say, no, no, you can't compete for what he just did. No, no, you can't compete with that either. So to me, he stands out. I do like the Fonte, but the Black Eyed Peas was just a great package of lyrical ways, how they jumped around. They had um, Fife Dog. They had De La Soul on there. They had, even Nas was respectful. He wasn't great on there, but he had a respectful appearance on there. And I, I liked how they kind of add him. He didn't overwhelm them, and they didn't, they didn't add theirs in to say, damn, man, you should have let him do the whole song. There was a compliment. Their production was really well especially for this album. So I had that one too. And 
I, I'll give Apollo a little more than I would do Fonte. And then Fonte, and I think, um, you know, Elzai. Elzai, to me, still is a group rapper. I don't think he's right. a standalone guy. I think when he plays off people, he's a little better. But as a standalone, eh, he's okay. I would listen to him. Again, you know, we're Slum Village guys from the beginning. I just loved right. how they put their shit together. But Elzai is okay. Um but there's some better people up on there. So cool, you, so. cool, cool. So, so the winner for us is Black Thought. Then, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who? But who comes behind that though? For you, who comes behind Black Thought? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, Fonte. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely give Fonte a shot. That Joel Ortiz was nice. Yeah, I, you know what? I listen to the Joel Ortiz more, and I think their content is pretty much the same because you know uh, Fonte had a track called uh, "Jeans," but yeah, uh, Joel Ortiz had one called I, I don't remember what it's called, but it, he was talking about the hospital and not liking being in the hospital. Ooh, okay, damn. Okay. So, yeah, because he was talking about his homeboy dying, then he was talking about his girl getting pregnant, and then it was something else. I was like, man, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's that's hard. He's like, damn, I hate the hospital or some shit like that. But so I gotta um, put that one back on. Okay. You know, it's actually a back and forth between both of them, Mm -hmm. but I feel like uh, because Fonte can do more, you know. Um, but I am listening to that animal, um, that, that Apollo Brown more than that that Fonte. Yeah, that that Fonte for me, um, the producer is Nicolay, and mm-hmm. he's so familiar with him that he he sets him up to flow a lot better. So I would love to see him outside of Nicolay because I think they're so used to being together. If they would have added someone else as a producer, how would his sound be? Or will he right. really be as successful? Because, you know, when you roll with somebody for so long, if you're a good producer, you know how to lay stuff for him. Or if, you, if you're if a good rapper dealing with a, a producer, you know what he's bringing, so you adjust to the production. Right. So it would be interesting to see if, out of familiarity, how would he be? But with them two together, and if you listen to any of those outside projects that they do, they do very well together. I mean, they may not be top shelf, but they do very, very well together. Okay. So. All right. Good lineup, though. So, let me jump into the hip-hop lyrical album of the year. And you got some motherfuckers on here, too. Definitely wanted to make sure that, you know, I showed my respect to the real hip hop lyricists that was out here. So let's go ahead and get into that real quick. So mm-hmm. I definitely put um Where's the Five Nine Book of Rhymes album? Um I just don't think a lot of people know who B- Voice the Five Nine is. No. No. You know, I, I think uh, I I think Royce the Five Nine album was really nice, but when I asked people about him, they're like, who? <laughs> I'm like, dang, do you know who Eminem is? He had a brother with him. Like, they like, I don't know who you talking about. So yeah. they were like, oh, okay. Um, and you're like, wow, okay. 
I'm looking at this and I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So the Book of Rhymes album was definitely good. Um, I had to put it on there as lyrical albums of the year, man, because it was it was a powerful album. Right. Um, the next album, JID's DiCaprio Two, uh, I was definitely impressed with the album, but um. Uh, so I had to put it on there. Oh. I was definitely impressed with the album, so okay. I had to put it on there. Oh, oh okay. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, like I said, lyrically, you know, he's one of, he's one of the new young artists. You know, he's, he's actually one of the top young lyricists right now in the game, and there's no hiding that. You can't deny that. Like, nope. The off these with with J Cole, that's super hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. And then uh, next one, Lupe Fiasco, Drogas Waves. Um, definitely really familiar. Sounded like the album he dropped two years ago. But uh, we def I had to put that on there, man. I had to give him his respect. So, so, so with the Lupe, he came out because. Everyone knows he he was gone for a minute and then somewhat got blackballed because he was talking shit. But he came back just as fresh as he left. And the way he created this album was a creation to me. That was this right. is another one of those almost like the J. Cole. He created something and and related the uh what was it, the slave ships and, and African um um, background to what he and slavery to what he was rapping about and kept it contemporary so he created something with this but stayed lyrical at the same time right so, i like that yeah you're absolutely right because um like you said man it was just a full story man it was like you you kind of had to listen to it from front to back even though it was longer than mug yep. you no know, listening to from it front to back was very fulfilling. And that was the type of project he was trying to make. Right. And right. and it was very successful. Then uh Reason. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very good lyrical album. Surprise drop. New artist. A lot of niggas you know, like TDE. You know, know how to pick them, man. Mm-hmm. Know how to pick cream of the crop. Definitely cream of the crop, man. They dropped this album. You know, he dropped this. This was now out of technicality. This was brought again. This was track that was dropped in 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. He just re-released it in 2018. So this was basically the demo that he gave to Punch. Gotcha. And Punch liked it, and he was like, "Well, shit, so we just still sound good. Yeah. Let, let's just let's just put it out as a piece of product. You right. know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you take your first year off, Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and learn the ways. So the next season that you drop, you're gonna be five five. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and then last but not least, Eminem Kamikaze, which Kamikaze. Yeah, I don't think no one can ever deny the lyricism in this guy's <laughs> ability. <laughs> right, so, right. I, without even, without even uh, to this horn too much, um, let's just go ahead and get into what the people were saying. And um, like I said, it's pretty much a landslide. Fifty percent of people uh, chose Kamikaze Eminem. Right. 
and 35% chose yeah 35% chose DiCaprio right shit DiCaprio too and then 8% chose Royce to 5-9 well well 8% knew who he was yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly out of the third you you know the other 50% who were just like up Eminem right you know what I'm saying so so, but to that credit to that credit Mm -hmm. I will have to give Eminem and Royce to Five Nine my two favorite lyrical albums of the year. Okay, so let me let me do two things. I want to start with this because I think you kind of need to break this going forward because you got some amazing lyrical storytellers, and then you got some amazing lyrical rappers because Eminem really don't tell any stories. He can tell a story, but mostly it's the way he does it. Right. DiCaprio really doesn't tell much stories. It's the way he does it. Actually, Reason tells good stories. Mm-hmm. Royster 5-9, that whole album was a complete amazing production of how he told the story of his life and did it in a way that he wrapped it with the production uh, spoken word on that shit and I think when you do that and you put him up against a lyrical gymnast who's getting gold medals every fucking year they come out (laughs) that's not fair to them because even Dave East is a really good storyteller because there's yeah. rappers that can make you see shit even when Lil Wayne and on his album when he was talking about um, how they jacked these niggas following these women that shit was so creative <laughs> that's the gymnast in them you know right. what I'm saying but there's people that tell stories that captivate you in that way and to me when you separate them then you truly having people battle for the crown you know what i'm saying Mm, okay so you feel like we need to do a story lyricist and Mm -hmm. just a a gymnast because a gymnast lyricist because (laughs) even your boy from down here um uh we waiting on his album to come out because he didn't do last year he was just showing up um uh, oh oh two chains two chains he's Mm -hmm. he's a gymnast that motherfucker he really sometimes he don't say shit but the way he says it is fucking phenomenal. Right. Right. So that's how I kind of look at sometimes lyricism. But then I also say, if you're a lyricist and you can tell a story, because even Nas does that. Nas will take you down of how he got shot and how he took his boy here, but it looked like this and the sun came down and the blah, blah, blah. And then he turns around and says some unorthodox crazy shit and you're going like wow this dude is doing them both you know what i'm saying but he's Mm -hmm. part of the gymnast as opposed to the storyteller because there's a lot of good storytelling um rappers but there's the elite gymnast um so anyway that i I wanted to put that in there but um that mine's is lined up with (laughs) same way um eminem jid and royce the five nine Okay. And then um, 
I have reason on the back end because, you know, that's that that was a good intro to him. But Lupe created a interesting album. He did up long as fuck, but he he made it so fucking interesting. You know what I'm saying? So but I'm still if we we talk about the the great lyricism in my lineup would be like that. Okay, I like that. I like that. So, yeah, pretty much in the same lines of of the people. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. All right. And then last but not least, album of the year. So Um, we're going to get into that. This was uh, this was very interesting. I thought this was very interesting personally, but. uh, you know, arguably a lot of other things could have been in this list. Uh, this was just personally the list that I felt like this was the best one to go at. Um, I kind of put certain ones in there at the last minute, man. It was just tough. It was just a really, really tough one this year. So uh, first candidate was J. Cole, KLD. Uh, second candidate was the Black Panther soundtrack, which was definitely one of the best pieces of product put out in 2018 no question about it no question about it hands down and then we had um the carters everything is love like i said man just the creativity and then the longevity the uh that they have in the game for them still to be just this creative no i had to give them their credit and then astro world travis scott which was a super album you know melodically like like man like just the production on that and the sound on that was really crazy and then nipsey hustle victory lab grammy nominated nipsey hustle victory lab so that was the list and uh the people actually put up 45 percent of the people chose the kod okay you know, and then 36.7% of the rest of the people chose Astro World, Travis Scott, and then 13% chose Black Panther. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. So the people chose KLD. Congratulations to the, you know, to for the people choosing KLD as their number one album of the year. That's interesting. That's very interesting because sometimes you sometimes you don't expect the people to know what what's good and what isn't. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And um, it kind of winds up in a different way that people say, "Hey, you know what? I like only this. I like only that." So, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with the people. So, but anyhow, anywho, um, I'm looking at the Billboard, and and my problem with the Billboard is they just go with the popular shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I I don't think that's fair to true artists that's out there. And they have uh, um, Astro World in the top ten. Now, so mine's is Kod. It's absolutely KOD. And if it wasn't for KOD as a compilation album that was done so well, the Black Panther would have stood out amongst everybody. And you could have put Black Panther in a lot of categories as well. 
but it had so much on there, so much, so many people, R&B, creative kind of shit. It, right. it was an amazing, you haven't heard like a compilation album like that. I'm not even saying soundtrack. I'm just saying a compilation album or even a producer album that was done as well as the Black Panther soundtrack. So when you look at that, I would go with KOD, Black Panther, and then I would I would give it to Travis Scott, the Carters, and Nipsey, you know, he's breaking up the back end, but, you know, he gets the respect because he's on the board. Yep, he's on the board. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of aligned in the way what the people say, though. Mm, nice. Well, for me, as an as a album, dog, as an album, I would definitely have to give it to Black Panther. You know, then I would give it to KLD. You know, then I, I would, oh, man, yeah, I'll have to give it to Travis Scott. Then I'll give it to Nipsey. Gotcha. You know, so, because uh, I give it to KLD because... You know, in the in the compact in the, the capacity that what he's doing, man, he's doing phenomenal. Even if you don't think his beats are great, he still knows how to bring good product to you to where you're still like, man, that shit is that shit is good. Yep. Yep. You know, he's not McDonald's, man. He's <laughs> he's some old original shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's some he's some home style cooking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the line is out of the fucking the line down the road. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get good shit. And you know, you, know, he you will. may not you may not like the Hey man, just hold the seasoning on that shit, man. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You be overdoing the seasoning. But I love everything else about this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what J. Cole is, and that's what J. Cole brought to you, man. It's like it's like you just realize that in a world where production matters, this this guy just came in again mm-hmm. and showed you that his production is good enough. Good enough. You know, yep. Good enough to, to, to get you to listen to the message. So this is why I chose him. When I heard it, I was like, best album of the year. Mm. But I started to wait because I said, will it fade? And I waited. Then I was like, oh, good release. Oh. Hey, the Carters is out. Oh, okay. Then I waited again. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Travis Scott. Damn. Very creative. And we got list and list of people that kept coming out. Drake. Hey, Mm -hmm. Drake. Album of the year. Everybody said that. It's not beating J. Cole. And to me, it still didn't beat J. Cole. Because when you listen to both of them, every time I talk about Drake, it was, hey, he showed up pretty good. You saw in the front end, oh, that was pretty good. And then the back end, he gave what everybody wanted. J. Cole was like, no, I just recreated some shit and did my own beats. Um, You know, that's what I wanted to do. And my shit is still more fire than anybody for the whole year. And I still can say that. And you can't really say that for a lot of fucking releases. Now, the only one for even from last year was the Kendrick Lamar. He came out kind of early, and his shit lasted all year long. Mm-hmm. That's what J. Cole did. 
he's the standout of the year. You can you can say Drake is the album of the year because of sales and how many people know him. But when you look at the body of work and what he has done and what he continues to do, that dude is amazing. And this album, in my mind, is the hip-hop album of the year. We kind of aligned on that, ain't we? Yes. So the other question was, you didn't put <laughs> you didn't put Drake on there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did not put Drake on there. And it was tough. It, that, 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 was, that was a tough decision to make. You know, and I, I was going to have to take off. Uh, I would have took off the everything is love if I would have did that. Right. You and, know, but again. I, uh, so, so remember what I said. And if you can remember, even on, you know, our previous podcast, I actually said little Wayne should be part of this because of how he came out, what he mm-hmm. showed. But when you when you put this line up here, you know, you got a tendency of forgetting about the Black Panther until you listen to it. Right. Because it and shows up. And I had up. to put that back on there. Like, like that wasn't initially on there. I was <laughs> like, man, I, I'm like, damn, am I hating on this? Am I hating? Because this album is good. It's good. And I'm like, damn, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put it on there, dog, because it was a good album, man. And it's been a minute since a great soundtrack has been out. Yep. Yep. And and you can't deny that. And the thing is, when you put it on, there, I was like, what the? And then I put it on and I was like, yep. Yep. A lot of people forgot because this was put out in January. Because yeah. Black Panther came out in February. No, no, no. It was it was put out if it was put out right before I saw. I think it was like a week before. Oh, the week before. So, okay. So, let's just say February. That shit is man. You got ten more months of shit. <laughs> ten months, and we didn't think about it. But once you put it back on, you'd be like, "This was a fucking good ass album. It's a good, great features, great production." Great lineup. And then you can just turn on the movie and be like, oh, that's that Black Panther shit. Yup, that's right, it right there. Right, so right. it, it, it sticks with you. Yep, it you sticks know. with you. So good meal on that one too. You know, that ain't no fast food. That ain't no Wendy's or fucking Chick-fil-A and shit. That's right. some, that's some downhole heavy in the, you know, fried goddamn fish in the backyard. Come get your plate type shit. You know what I mean? It's it's a really it's really damn good. Um and and Travis Scott is very creative and I was glad to see him come out with something just keep hearing him with all types of other people and he put something together that was very very unique so shout out to Travis Scott as well and, and the Carters you know sometimes they say honorable mention ain't enough but you know what they they deserve the respect um to say you know what a lot of people ain't doing what I do and nobody can do what I do. I don't have to get an award. Um, I'm going to continue to do our thing. Right. And get paid. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cool. So. Good. Good. Part three. Uh, that's the last of it. But uh, I hope you'll give us some comments. Um, uh, we, we, we made some great observations doing it too. If you can help us, we're going to do it every year. Because I think. Um, we're not going to 
We're not going to be influenced <laughs> by what y'all rated, but we do respect how people see uh, some good music. And I love the fact when y'all see good music and hear good music, y'all can let us know. And as you let us know, we damn sure is going to make sure it's going to be put out there. So we may even do a little more something as the top person or uh, the top group uh, and see if we can give something back to y'all as well. But uh, we right. really, really appreciate that. So any last things, Brian? Yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to everybody who voted. Again, man, make sure y'all go to my IG page, Bougie Brother Sean, to make sure y'all figure out or see anything else that y'all want to get updates on, reviews on. And if I'm doing any type of anything, I will definitely be posting it there. So Bougie Brother Sean, B-O-U-G-I-E, Brother Sean, S-E-A-N. Yep, see y'all there. Absolutely. Bougie Black Bro. And Instagram as well as Twitter. Um, Sean is just running the car wax deal. So with the, with the music, make sure you hit him up. We're aligning back and forth, but he's the lead on this. So uh, make sure you show him some love. You can check me out on the same one or go to bougieblackbrother.com. And we have all, all of the actual uh, podcasts listed there as well as all podcast downloads. So check us out. So thank you very much. We appreciate you stopping by our 2018 award shows. And we'll see you soon with new releases for 2019. Appreciate it. Peace.